Hi, and welcome to Comfortable in Your Own Skin podcast. I'm Andrea Gullick, speaker, writer, and international mentor. Together, we're going to walk the path of becoming comfortable in our own skin by seeking radical honesty with yourself, making conscious choices, and living a life on point. And the only way you can live a life on point is to be comfortable in your own skin. And the only way to become comfortable in your own skin is to begin to ask why you're not already. Maybe it's untethering from family stories, from generational patterns. Maybe you've had encounters with trauma or hardship. Maybe you've just always questioned Who am I exactly? Irrespective of anything that's happened, anything you have or haven't done, this is a journey of how to just be you, comfortable in your own skin. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to my very first drop of Comfortable in Your Own Skin. I am Andrea Gullick and I've decided that the world might like to hear what I've got to say and it might not and that's okay as well. So how did comfortable in your own skin come about? Well, really the journey of me getting comfortable in my own skin and are we ever really truly just comfortable with who we are? And how do we even know if we are? Like this is like this is the ultimate question, isn't it? Really? How do I know that I'm okay with me? Because really, that's my definition of being comfortable in our own skin. Is that we're okay with who we are? Not necessarily that we've got everything working out. We are on top of everything. Life's just one glorious paradise. I actually think it's more important, really, and more significant in our life and life-changing. And we can be comfortable with maybe what isn't comfortable, what doesn't feel like it's working, what is clunky and misfitting for us as we journey through life. Like that seems to be the tricky, icky, push-pull triggering factor is is this, you know, belief maybe that unless everything's coming together, then we're not really getting life right. But life is a combination of the light and the dark, the good and the bad, the happy and the sad. Like they are all, we have a range of emotions really. And there's so many things that can influence those emotions and influence how we feel in our own skin. You know, we're surrounded by external stimuli. We can't literally cocoon ourselves up and and only invite in those things which feel good to us or feel congruent to us. 
like the way to work out what does feel congruent is is to know what doesn't and so how did I get here I guess like why am I here why am I talking to this microphone here on my own sending this out to you that you might be relatively interested in what I've got to say And I guess it's from knowing the discomfort of not being comfortable in my own skin, of being able to reflect on my life as a, you know, 43-year-old woman with all of the twists and turns and encounters and realising, oh, my goodness, so many times I literally kind of sold out my soul and unwittingly doing that. And, and that's the thing, we're all sort of unwittingly doing these things because you wouldn't do it deliberately. Like you wouldn't deliberately sit there and, and compromise your own peace and your own security within yourself if you knew how not to do that, right? And life takes us on a journey. You know, some people's journey might look like it's, just some little side steps and some people's journey might look like it's been massive shit shows and each one of us have got different experiences to find our way through to see ourselves through the eyes of love and the eyes of forgiveness and the eyes of empathy and the eyes of compassion and yet we find that so challenging it's almost like in so many ways we can offer forgiveness and empathy and compassion to out there and yet when we need to draw that in it's like where do we even start and so i guess for me really the the start of my journey the start of thinking and wondering and pondering and agonizing like agonizing over who the fuck am I was when everything that I thought I wanted to be really kind of crumbled around my feet and this is you know identity crisis is something that I talk a lot about in my speaking and with my clients like what is an identity crisis and for me it's that when the picture of who you are and how the way you think your life should be or how it was going to go completely takes like a 90-degree angle sharp turn and you can no longer see where you thought you were going. The life that you anticipated is, is not possible. Who you thought you were is completely lost in this quagmire of confusion and, and overwhelm and misunderstandings and and that can happen in so many different ways for so many different people but yet for me it was it was to become widowed at 27 like that was the ultimate what the actual fuck moment and the not knowing how to live that through, like not knowing the role that I was meant to play in, in becoming a widow 
Like what are the rules of this game? Like what are the rules of this torture and this torment and this anguish? Like is there a way to get that right? And it was that pressure of, for me, what was right was to ensure that my, my choices kept everybody else safe. That's what it felt like within me, that there was a particular way that I was meant to live out this trauma. There was a way that I needed to step up and, and be a widow and be a single mum to my, to my little boys at the time. And the pressure of thinking that there is a way to do this and I didn't know how to do it creates this identity crisis that I wasn't able to just be in that. It was like I kept jumping through hoops to try to get it right, to try to make sure that I didn't, you know, fuck it up for my kids or I didn't do things that other people didn't approve of. And yet to survive, in the only way that I knew how, because there is no manual. There is no manual for trauma. There is no manual for hardship. There is no way to do these things and to live this life. There is just the way that we live it. And can we give ourselves the grace in that? And I wasn't able to for such a long time. And still even now there's moments where I don't give myself grace. I don't give myself that space between what is happening and, and how I'm feeling to actually be able to ask the questions of, is this true? Like what story am I, you know, attaching to this? And that's the thing, like that's the identity crisis really is the stories that we attach to who we are because of the pressure of thinking there's a particular way we're meant to do this. There's a particular way for me to live as a widow at 27 and I just kept failing because I wasn't doing a good enough job. And the difference for me at 27, learning to live without my husband and that overwhelm of how would he want me to do this and knowing that I couldn't live up to that, I couldn't live up to being the farmer's wife because the farmer wasn't there and yet I desperately tried to do that and I couldn't live up to being this broken, sad woman because sadness felt so suffocating for me. And so the stories around wanting to be happy again, wanting to love again, like just it was like optical octopus tentacles strangling the life out of me, like literally strangling, strangling me. And, you know, we had also gone through the experience of having our first baby diagnosed with cancer. And the difference, though, was that I didn't have to worry about who I was because I lent so heavily on who my husband was because I admired him, I looked up to him. He had an amazing capacity to live a life of you can't worry about what you can't change. And so it's like I drew from that. I drew from his strength. I drew, drew from his energy. I drew from his 
confidence and I leaned in on that so much that as long as it was like he was the filter, what he thought, if he thought it was right or wrong, it was right or wrong. If he thought it was high or low, it was high or low. And I, it's like he filled that gap and that void of my own confidence. And I just did not realise how much I had depended on that in my life until it was gone, until I was in the eye of the storm on my own trying to deal and I didn't know how. And so as much as it was the most excruciating thing I have ever been through and I would not wish it on my worst enemy, not I'd like to think I don't have enemies, I don't, you know, each to their own, but I just, it, it, it stripped me completely bare and it took such a long time to find my feet and walk my path of truth because of how much I looked outside of me for the feedback like these feedback loops of will they be okay with that will they be okay with that what will they think if I do this what will they think if I do that it's like I was put under this god-forsaken microscope so heightened and then it get it just got to this point where I was like I can't do this anymore I really truly can't keep dishonouring my truth in hope that everyone will be okay with me because there were there were absolutely decisions that I made and things that I did that people did not agree with and it's all very well to go oh well what people think doesn't matter but the reality is it does matter to us it truly matters to us and it's the thing that truly gets in the way of us being able to be comfortable in our own skin because it's almost like we're waiting for permission. We're waiting for permission for our choices and our life paths to be okay by everybody else. And in the meantime, is it okay by us? How often? How often are we feeling uncomfortable within ourselves, striving for this comfort out there and what if it never comes what if you are never going to get to the point of people being okay with who you are like that's that's the ultimate question that's the ultimate point of pain point really of can you be okay like seriously, can we be okay to show up to life in a way that we feel is congruent with us, that is our truth? If there's people around us that are not on board with that, that is one of the biggest hurdles that we really have to go through to get to that point of being comfortable in our own skin. Can you be comfortable with rejection, with criticism, with judgment? Can you still continue to walk towards what lights you up and what makes you feel good within your own life 
if there's situations that don't match that out there, don't match your opinion, don't match your desires, don't match your needs. Because while you're waiting for the acceptance out there, it's mirroring the lack of acceptance within you. Can we accept ourselves? That is being comfortable in your own skin. Accepting that I did this and it didn't work out how I thought. I did this and it worked out better than I thought. I said this. I said that. I felt this. I felt that. Like all of the, you know, duality within us that makes us human, our greatest gifts and those those sharp, edgy points, those insecurities, those inadequacies, those fears, that, those, that, that wandering mind. Can we literally wrap ourselves up with love and compassion for all of it? And what will it take for you? It took me to step into the edge of overwhelm where my mind was just like a washing machine and just was on overdrive constantly, constantly. And I would just realise that I can't live another day like this. I can't live out my days being so consumed by out there because I have to live within this I have to live within this washing machine. I have to live within this discomfort. I have to live within this push and pull and resistance and lack of surrender. And I don't want to. I don't want to live out my days like this. This does not feel like I'm alive. And I'm not going to let my husband's death be in vain. I'm not going to waste an amazing life that I've been gifted in the turmoil of thinking there's a particular way to do this stuff, to do this life, while I'm selling out on just being me. And some of these paths, some of this journey, it's not that easy. You know, we have these different moments that are going to bring us back to, okay, who are you? Not who does the world think you are? Not who does your parents think you are? Not who do your your friends or your colleagues or anything? Like who do you know yourself to be underneath all of that chitter-chatter noise? And it's getting to that point of being able to listen so acutely to that even if it's a tiny little spark that tiny little murmur, are you willing to pour, you know, fuel on the fire and ignite that and really start to listen and really start to trust in it and really begin to get comfortable with your own worldview of, of, of getting so okay with you regardless of of where you've come from and and your experiences and and the things that have happened and what you have done or what you haven't done or what you have said or what you haven't said because all we've got 
is what's yet to come. That's all we've got. We can't take back what we've already experienced. We can just use that as, as a beautiful nourishment of, of getting to know ourselves more and more and more every day and becoming more and more comfortable in our own skin. Because when we are, we radiate differently. We feel differently. We give off a different energy and therefore like we're like magnets that draw different things towards us. And looking at the things that we do draw towards us that might create sort of difficulty and discomfort and, and just getting curious about how can this help me grow and evolve? How can this help shine a light on different aspects of who I am that maybe I haven't seen before? Instead of that condemnation of I shouldn't feel like this, I shouldn't feel like that, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do that, be curious about it. Be curious about becoming comfortable in your own skin because we all deserve that. That's what we're here for. And that's what I think we're here for. And maybe you don't, and that's okay. That's the beauty of, of being us and getting comfortable. So thanks for tuning in to my first drop of podcast and musings about being comfortable in my own skin so I can support you to get comfortable in your own skin. And this this podcast journey is just going to go where I feel like it needs to go and just follow the innate feeling of this is where we're going to take it and this is what we're going to share and this is how we're going to come together because it's that meandering through life with a gentle light touch that makes everything so exquisite. So I'll catch you next time. We get comfortable in our own skin.